Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. everybody and welcome to the kachad it's the only podcast brave enough to ask the question hey what's up with cars i'm lucas southworth and i'm john bishop and john house hunting sucks man don't it just especially if you did it a year ago or currently right now (laughs) yeah yeah it's all bad yeah i was uh on a call with my with my parents the other day and if you don't know dear listener uh liz and i have been looking for a place to live for i don't know 10 months now <laughs> uh and our standards are high we're a little picky but that's not the main issue of what that's what's kept us away from having a house uh, and i was on a call with my mom and she said oh ben and Kristen uh just put in an offer on a house uh who are my brother and sister-in-law and i just had a moment of pure anger for a minute (laughs) before having an instant to calm down uh a and realized they haven't gotten the house yet and they did end up getting outbidded so i felt even worse about that more moment of anger Mm -hmm. but b like no it'd be good if they got a new house it doesn't mean anything about your personal journey through getting a house but it, it it was it was not a fun moment. I I, I got like genuine mad <laughs> for a second because <laughs> I didn't even know they were looking for a new house. It was yeah, the first yeah. I heard of it was that they had maybe found one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, boy, howdy. My best advice I can give you is uh, keep renting. No, okay. it's well, maybe, but <laughs> do not accept something just because you're afraid you're gonna lose it yeah because if you if you do that you're gonna get a house a lot more quickly but also things will be wrong with it regrets will be had and man right now is a bad time for house hunting (laughs) the interest rate is like 7.5 percent the (laughs) value of any mortgage is pretty much double what it should be boy howdy when are we gonna eat the rich i don't know but i i would like to know Mm -hmm. there's one politician who said hey all we need to do to solve like all of our problems is just have a uh, vacancy tax if you do a Mm. vacancy tax of like 20 percent then the people who are just hoarding houses and not letting people rent them because they want to keep rent really high. Uh, they're either yeah. going to sell those houses because it's no longer worth it or charge re- reasonable rates. And 
either of those things are going to significantly help a lot of people. Yeah, I don't hate that idea. Yeah, if we did this, uh, every single problem we're having would be funded. I'm sure there's something about it that I haven't thought of, but just hearing hearing the basics of it, I'm I'm a fan. Well, uh, there are some major problems with it. the rich yeah. would have a harder time uh, being as rich and gaining as much wealth as quickly because owning something is John, definitely you, a job. When are you going to start listing the problems, John? Oh, well, this is America. And uh, if there's one thing we care about, it's keeping the wealthy wealthy. Because you trickle yeah. down, you see. Uh, you sure. have a bunch of glasses stacked on top of each other. And uh, you pour a bunch of wine in the top glass. And then when it's full, you get a bigger glass. And then eventually that biggest glass will be, it'll weigh enough to crush all of the other ones. And then everything's going to trickle down because everything's been broken. And then, and then that'll be, that'll be it. And isn't that great? Anyway, this is a chorus podcast. Yeah. Is it? Can you confirm, John? Uh, well, let me check. Uh, Hey, Lucas, what's a mater baby? Yeah, okay. Nothing. What's a mater with you? Oh, baby? you got me. Uh, that one's for you, Tabby. Ah, that's good. <laughs> Tabby, Tabby supplied that one for you, you said? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure we've done it at some point within the past 158 hours, but uh, who knows? I, I could see us not, because... <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever made the connection between Mater Baby and Matter Baby before, you know? Mm. Well, fair enough. All right. So uh, what are we discussing this week on the podcast? You answer that question in detail while I look through my texts, trying to find the things that I'm looking for. Will do. Well, I texted you this very question not three hours ago. uh, (laughs) And you texted back mortgages and i looked at that and thought i mean i guess uh and thought further i guess we could expand it to you know just the concept of housing which we've discussed to to a good degree in the past but we could get into deeper and i don't know retread the same ground we've done it's not like we don't do that anyway so that's basically this episode uh i imagine i maybe called it more Mortgages. That's like, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so, there we go. All uh, right. Do you do you need more vamping time? Oh, he does. I do He's not. Got it. Uh, we're we're gonna take a quick detour into corrections because we haven't done this in a long time. But uh, corrections. Really quick, I have gotten John. the results. Yeah. Why did you have me describe the episode only to de- derail it right afterwards? <laughs> Because I needed vamp time so I could look for <laughs> this correction. Because this was sent on, oh, well, the 11th. Mm. Yep. Well. All right. So let's go for corrections from Faith. A number one fan. Faith, that is, of course. Uh, so I described the makeup, genetic makeup, the testing as being 25%. But it turns out, apparently, uh, Christina is... Nine percent Sue, not Latina, which there's something to be said about like 
Well, actually, no. Is Sioux Middle American or is it more Northern? Uh, I, I believe they're in uh, the USA area, but I could be wrong about that. I'll okay. Well, you keep talking. Well, uh, so not in fact that heavily a Latina. In fact, is in, in fact a Native American. Now, let me see one thing that's got me confused. All right. How would that be? I can't do math. That's good enough. That works. Right, so yeah, 9%. Neat. There you go. If you don't know what John is talking about, much like how I didn't know what Faith, number one fan Faith was talking about when she texted us this correction out of the blue, apparently John just discussed his mother-in-law's uh, genetic makeup several episodes ago, and number one fan Faith listened to that, and number one fan Faith is the daughter of John's uh, mother-in-law. Some would call her his sister-in-law. Uh, mm-hmm. So she had the direct information to correct that. All right. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Is that yep. is that, does that end uh, corrections from Faith? Uh, as far as I can recall. Oh, she apparently we also talked about Twilight vampires at some point and weren't sure if the blood rep- that they sucked replaced their blood or went into their stomach, and it goes into their stomach. Faith is number one fan. Faith is also number one fan. Faith of Twilight, so she was a great source on that as well. Mm-hmm. She does, in fact, have a blog. I say that as a question because I don't know how to describe it. It's a Twilight blog, and at one point I knew the URL and number one fan faith. If you listen to this and want to pl- us to plug your uh, Twilight b- blog, we'll do it. It's but only if you text podcast. us right now. <laughs> That'd be now. That's interesting. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, because that's not how time works, at least to my knowledge. Well, here's the thing right now, as I'm describing it, uh, you'd think it means as we are recording this, but when I say right now, it also could mean when it is being heard. Mm. Oh, so right now being the moment she listens to it for the first time. Mm hmm. Yes. Okay. Which unfortunately has passed because I said right now a little bit ago, and even if it's as she's listening to it, it was still in the past. Hmm. Fascinating. The webs we weave, you know. Mm -hmm. And what is a web? Weaving a web. It's a uh, home. A spider home. (laughs) Spider home. Spider home. Probably doesn't cost as much as a regular mortgage. But we don't know that, you know. We just we don't. don't know with the spider's economy. But I feel like yeah, it costs as much as the material that comes from the body sure. is due. So food, it costs food and effort. Yeah. When you think about it, our human homes also cost food in that we eat the food to make energy, to do job, to get money, to pay mortgage, unless but, you're rich. But do you excrete Wood. <laughs> John, not on the podcast. Okay. I'm not uh, even there's... sure what the implication was. <laughs> See, now, one fear one would have going into that <laughs> statement is, well, I can't say make or have. Sure. <laughs> but if I say excrete, it can't be talking about that. Uh, but I powered through anyway, now didn't I? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so true. Anyway, this is about houses. Uh, most of the cars don't have them that we know of, but maybe they do. John, speak on that. Well, uh, for the most part, the things that we can describe as being houses are their places of business. Yeah. So that's neat and interesting, but also really sad. Because that means that in order to have a house, you also have to have a business. Yeah, and it just gets really weird. <laughs> like, th- there are some people we just never, mo- most characters in cars, we just don't see, you know, sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can't really say 100%, 100% that, you know, Lizzie lives in her little curio sh- shop, but I don't know where else she would be living. Yeah. But then Lightning, he sleeps in Mac the trailer and a cone that is very, very, very slightly bigger than him. Mm-hmm. And Major the tow truck, I don't know this for sure, seems to sleep in an improvised lean-to in the middle of a junkyard. Yeah, I think that is in fact the case. <laughs> uh, but then I was also thinking... Because I really wanted to come up with one solid example of a house that was just a house. And now, do we count Doc? He has his little shed garage. Of... Which is, in fact, not the courtroom. Yeah. And it is not a hospital. Yeah, but it's not much better. <laughs> it's separate than his place of business, for yeah, sure. It is a separate place from the other two places he does his business. But, like, in terms of living space, it's not much better than the cone. It is just a garage. <laughs> Which, again, makes a certain amount of sense. They're cars. They make sense that they would live in a garage. Mm-hmm. But th- what, what I was thinking when I was trying to come up with a home that's just a home, closest I got was in Lightning's dream sequence in the first movie. Uh, where he's imagining what it would be like to be sponsored by Dynaco, and uh, he goes through a bunch of flashes, and then uh, it, he ends up in like what looks like a sort of Beverly Hills style mansion uh, with Mia and Tia painted all go- gold, kissing him on the cheeks. All uh, right, all right. Which, like, I get it. You know, if I lived in uh, a semi truck. I would also dream of housing, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Maybe that's just an event space. <laughs> it's not clear that it's lightnings. Although if I remember right, he does have a giant painting of himself on the wall. But I probably don't remember right, John. Who can say? Oh, no. What's happened? All right. So I've done a little bit of studying. You know how generally celebrities are creeps? Yes, Specifically straight white men. Yes, I do. All right. So this is from or on X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, It's from at Cars Lorekeeper. Okay. And it's me and Tia are both 1989 Mazda MX-5 Miatas and are coded to be 18 in cars, 2006. However, the manufacturer date would suggest that they are actually at the oldest 17. This is still Uh, roughly in line with their approximate ages, but leads to some unfortunate implications. Now, if we want to pretend things are more comfortable, professional athlete 
he is a rookie. He's only been doing this for maybe one or two years because he had the other a company as his sponsor for maybe a year. So there's a good chance he's just like 21. 21 to yeah. 17 is gross, but not nearly as gross as if he's like 30 or 40, which you could easily gain the implication of because he then does date Sally, who clearly has had an entire career and then stopped doing that career. But then maybe the implication is a more positive one that uh, he doesn't mind an older woman. Sure. (laughs) And I mean, I'm not going to be one to defend these crimes that we're accusing Lightning McQueen of, but we have also discussed at length that uh, all ages are nonsense in cars. Yes. We have Uh, seen children. They are physically smaller. They seem like fully... Uh, sized cars at least for me and tia but still that's that's not great (laughs) yeah not a good look yeah at the very least especially after we've seen the uh preview for cars 4 i was gonna bring out up cars 4 the spin out yeah uh so maybe it's pretty in line power (laughs) what a guy oh what a guy gaston but do you All remember right. that sort of mansion I was describing from that that dream sequence? Do you think that is a solid example of housing existing in the Cars verse? I think it's an unfortunate real uh, revelation about the Cars universe being somewhat similar to ours in that the only reasonable house to have at this point is a mansion because you're going to be wealthy if you can afford a house. I mean, yeah, uh, <laughs> it does speak to that. But it also speaks to the fact that houses exist, <laughs> at the very least. Because think about it this way. Why do people have cars? Why would a car not need a house? Why would Not cars. Why do people have houses? And why would a car not need a house for that same reason? Uh, protection from the elements, I yep. guess. Yeah. Because I'll tell you right now, I got myself two cars. Both those cars are outside cars. Yeah. (laughs) I have a very large garage. Realistically, though, it's only designed to fit one car in, even though it's super big because it's a giant L shape. Uh, And I keep both the cars outside. But I mean, that being said, it it does make a certain amount of sense, you know, uh, all of that. But the cars have also been shown to, like, get cold (laughs) and desire warmth and not like being in the rain and or the snow like i don't know like it's the same with a lot of things with cars if they didn't humanize the cars so much if they didn't uh anthropomorphize them so much i would be like yeah they're cars why would they need houses but they do a lot to make them very Mm human-esque uh which is you know, again, sort of the whole backbone of this podcast is that they they made the cars too human, so everything's all messed up, and we have to do a podcast about it. Yeah. So, all right. A house. Yes. One of the things you're paying for is just size of house, available rooms. 
I have to imagine there are differences in like, oh, you're you're the average car. You're not going to need like a kitchen. You're not going to need several different kinds of rooms. Basically, you just need somewhere to be in when you're sleeping. I maybe a TV room, but we've already seen a, an example of someone sleeping where they are watching TV. Yeah. So, and like for humans, again, that's not healthy. Don't do that on account of it can give you trouble sleeping. I mean, do what you want. You're a free person, whatnot, but also it can, it can help if you remove the TV from the room. But if you're a car, I don't know if anything's true. (laughs) (laughs) Another, another in the long line of that would have been a good episode. Uh, a good uh, podcast title is if you're a car, I don't know if anything is true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, you're right. Like if we look, I think you're, you're absolutely right to identify doc's little shed almost as one of our best examples of a primary residence. And like all he needs is a place to be inside of and store his little knickknacks and like he they're cars so Mm -hmm. they don't need that many knickknacks but realistically they can't even interact with that many of their knickknacks yeah which is his own can of worms of how did doc put those things on those shelves who can say maybe he hired guido for the day uh maybe he gave him a court order that's true I would argue that we've seen we've only seen Doc sentence two people in his time as uh, well, two groups of people being Lightning and the delinquent road hazards in the credits of cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and both seemed like weird abuses of power. <laughs> weird abuses so, of power specifically requiring manual labor. Yes. So, yeah, maybe. But yeah, because like, oh we, no! We, you think we, it was like a threat of deportation thing? Because I, I can't imagine not. him actually committing a crime. See, I imagine just, you know, <laughs> he told him to do it uh, uh, under threat of being being thrown into the the jail he mentions in cars one that he wants to throw lightning into until it falls down and then built a new jail around him yeah but i mean it could be if you want to make it worse which we usually do i mean i don't know like there's a weird tendency of like oh well they're dead so you got to be more respectful but then there's also well yeah when they're dead is when a lot of stuff comes out yeah so who knows maybe he was a terrible terrible person i think there's some evidence there i don't know i just don't know john we know he's very comfortable abusing power (laughs) and that's one of the only things we do know Mm -hmm. uh but i was gonna say something oh i was going to go through room by room which you sort of did earlier but i feel like you stopped just to yeah yeah Right, turlet. Yeah, they don't need a turlet. This is where I was getting to. We've decided officially in the Kachanan that uh, they, if they eat food, they have to throw it back up 
So they probably don't do that very much. Unless. Unless. Unless they're a lemon. In which case, they do need a toilet because they're going to be leaking. That's fair. But I feel like that could be almost just an installation in the room. Uh, I don't know what they're called. The holes in the floor. Like when you get your oil changed at Valvoline. Hmm. I don't know what that is, but you know, I would just assume like a built-in bedpan situation. Yeah, that probably makes more sense. Uh, <laughs> like a medical um, thing that is comparable to humans and not the thing that's for cars because that would make too much sense. For sure, for sure. Oh, uh, Lucas, what if that was how they interacted with the manufacturer? Is that every person who has a home, they go into that home and then they sleep over top of one of those valvoline pits and the manufacturer's just in there. I mean, every time we mention the manufacturer, we often describe them as an underground civilization. So I like that, man. (laughs) They're an underground civilization that can only come out through these weird manhole-like things that are in everyone's house. It's like the monster that lives under the bed, except it's the thing that keeps you going. And they always put the little sticker on the on the windshield to tell you when to get your next oil change. On the inside of your eye. Uh, That's uh, what a floater is for people. Oh, man. Yeah, okay. The monster that lives under your bed is actually the guy who keeps you put together. So if you have like a nightlight, it scares them away. And that's why you've got so much anxiety because you're falling apart. Quick tangent. Uh, I went to Valvoline recently to get my oil changed because I'm a responsible adult and car owner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and did you know that the the air filter that they change in your engine doesn't affect the air in like your, the cabin of the car? There is a separate air filter that should be changed. That's in the cabin of your car for that. It's in the glove box, right? Yeah, it's behind the glove box. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that. Uh, So I've had this car, let's see, six years, (laughs) maybe. So wasn't probably a good place to breathe in (laughs) Mm. for at least a good portion of those. Uh, Well, uh, I've had my car for like year and a half almost two years and uh well i should maybe i should have changed some air filters but very very early on there was a milk spill Mm. and the air quality isn't as much of a concern as the fact that everything smells like rotten milk whenever it gets too hot now yeah a milk spill is pretty devastating Especially if it spilled into the ventilation system. Ooh, that, that's that's real rough, man. Yeah, yeah. So, sounds like my car is actually the better one to breathe in. Uh, and now it's great to breathe in, because they said, do you want to change your other air filter? And I went, what? And they said, the one for the cabin. And I realized at that moment, that, and, which happens most trips to Valvoline, these people know more than you. Uh, just, you gotta hide that, though. And I went, oh, sure, absolutely. Uh, and, and 
they did it and i tried not to look amazed <laughs> to probably varying levels of success as it happened i didn't mm-hmm. even know you could take off the glove box they, oh, they yeah. took it all the way off now for the most part i think you just like pull it out all the way and you can reach back there so i don't know if it's specific to your car or certain other cars but i don't think i've seen someone take the glove glove box out to do it who knows this is a while ago my Mm. memory's not great (laughs) fair Uh, so that's good that's like car lung Mm mm-hmm yeah all right this is a tangent i should not go down Hey, I just, at tangent the tangent, man. We don't have stuff to say about mortgages. Yesterday I met, well, I didn't meet them really. They were just there. I was doing some filming and then someone uh, said they were a Trump supporter. I was like, oh no. No, wait, I got the order wrong. Sure. Uh, This is, pretend you didn't hear that. Yeah. Uh, So I heard someone say that they were a flat earther. Oh, yeah. And then they came out with, they're also a Trump supporter. And of course I was like, Oh no. But I was also kind of like, I mean, after the first one. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can sort of make the leap without help at that point. I would imagine. Yeah. 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 And then I also was talking to someone and they're like, Oh yeah, we're anti-vax. And it was just so frustrating because I didn't want to be mean to this guy. Because I could tell that it came from a place of just suspicion and ignorance rather than like any sort of malice. But like he would just say things like, well, no, that's because this. And then I would just like give basic reasons and it would always just be, oh, well, let's say something else then. Because you could tell that he realized that I knew what I was talking about. Sure. And he didn't want to have the conversation because he wasn't going to change his mind. So eventually he just said I was a knowledgeable guy and he likes that. But like anytime I refuted a point, it was just, yeah, let's say something else then. (laughs) I mean, sometimes I guess that's all you, well, what you shouldn't do that. You know, you should, you know, listen to opposing ideas and let them into your brain. But sometimes that's your only defense mechanism is changing the subject. Yeah. Especially if you're conservative. Yeah. Oh, boy. And one of the things that I kept going back to that he kept having to change the subject on over and over again was he would say things like, yeah, that's not going to protect you. Like, well, it's more about protecting other people. It's it's about helping other people and not yourself as much. And it was just, oh, well, I'm going to say something very similar, but a different way, because, you know, I I want to make my point. And I don't want to come off as selfish, even though my point is one of being selfish. Sure. Yeah. Do you think the process of buying and selling a house would be any different in the cars first, John? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, when I proposed the idea of talking about mortgages, I realized uh, like after a little bit that unfortunately it's going to be really hard to have this discussion because a lot of my thoughts and feelings about mortgages pertain to our world. And as a general rule of thumb, uh, we like to make jokes about, well, this is insane in the car's world, or this would be terrible. 
but we do have a general assumption that things are just better because it's a movie for kids. This is a universe aimed towards children. So we typically give the benefit of the doubt and the thought of, well, this world is better than our world in some just like generic ways. It's more idealized. I have to imagine that in this world, yeah, there are greedy people, but it's not an entire system built on greed. Sure. And the idea, like the thing that's wrong with capitalism, the thing that's wrong with house and home ownership is that people want to make money. And owning all of the homes is a great way to make money, unless you're you know, taxed on owning homes you don't live in. Uh, but I can't imagine that in a world that's simplified and more idealistic that there are that many people with that much power buying all of the houses because that's true in our world. But again, this is a, a world for kids. There has to be hope <laughs> and I mean... uh, no offense to our world, but hope has to be tempered with the idea of, yeah, but can someone profit off of it? If so, then you can't really hope unless we get the government involved and they're being paid off. So, no. I would offer as a counterpoint to the general idea of the made for kids has to be better. Uh, the entire last episode we did on Thomas the Tank Engine and the capitalistic hellscape it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do enjoy the train of thought, so I will allow it anyway. I will counter your counter with, yeah, but we discussed how it was the capitalist hellscape and then the trains took over and ate the rich. Yes, to make cars, their yes. utopia. Sure, sure, sure. So even in that, it was an origin in which everything was bad and then became a better world that's more idealistic for kids. And there is the, the argument of, well, it's also a thing for kids so the evil is going to be more cartoonishly evil sure. like donald trump is an evil man because he's selfish uh stupid and powerful but the people in the cars world that are evil are a rich man who is actually pretty capable and wants to blow people up so he can profit i don't think trump wants to blow people up for profit but i do think that if he found out that he could get away with blowing people up for profit because it was like this like easiest way to do it, he would. They would probably be like people of color. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm are you saying, saying I don't think Donald Trump would come up with the idea for blowing people up? Yeah, he wouldn't blow people up and find a way to make it profitable. He would, you know. Uh, if he opposite. found out it was profitable, yeah. he would then do it. <laughs> That's maybe the nicest thing we've said about him on our show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that he wouldn't actively try to justify blowing people up, but who knows? He may, he maybe would. Uh, <laughs> but so, are you saying that there's uh, universal housing in this world, universal basic housing, or uh, just that it's a slightly better system under capitalism? I think that if it is a capitalist system, that it's an idealistic version of capitalism where there yeah. isn't one company that owns everything. It's several companies that keep each other all in check. No one's actually winning the race and destroying the others. 
And as such, uh, when people need a house, they buy a house. And then when people don't need a house, they don't buy houses and then sell those houses to people who are less fortunate. Or Airbnb them. Uh, I'm on a subreddit that is following the potential downfall of the Airbnb empire. And man. Oh, boy. Every day. Every day, I hope. Every day. But also, have you... Okay, so I've I've gone on a spiral uh, many times on TikTok recently. And I have gotten to a, a point where I'm getting like video suggestions like, hey, here's why China's going to collapse within the next 10, 20 years. And it's just absurd to me. And the reason is basically population growth is very negative. And they're going to have a population that is pretty much all retired by 2030. Hmm. What was the question there? Have I seen things like that? I'm sorry. Yeah. Have you also like, when you go on spirals of, Oh, here's how Airbnb, here's how rich people do bad. Does it ever take you further and further down? Oh, here's how entire economy is going to collapse. Yeah, which is, you know, also sort of the pipeline to radicalization, just generally on the internet, yeah. like broadly. So I try to temper it and whatnot. And there's a lot of people who don't seem to make those efforts on that subreddit. And Oh, yeah. But, it, it's everywhere. Yeah. The internet is an outrage machine mm-hmm. for all sides, every side. And that's, yeah. that's rough. But It's an outrage machine for the right side and the wrong side. Yes. Sorry, I'm just checking to see if anyone else has RSVP'd for my wedding, uh, which probably shouldn't be doing during our during the middle of our episode. But man, I don't know. It's like a week before the deadline, and we have literally exactly half. Uh, no, one less than exactly half of people have responded. So, see, I've heard that what you do is you invite a bunch of people and then you only ever expect a third of them to say yes. No. Yeah. And like, we don't care if, well, we care, but uh, we don't mind if they can't come. We just want to know that. Mm -hmm. We just want them to tell us. Yeah. man. (laughs) Which I have certainly been guilty of not doing in the past. And we'll, after being on the other side of it, I think we'll hopefully be better with. I, so with the ADHD brain, I get procrastination, oh, but 100%. also like it's it's rough when you've got a thing with a lot of people involved, yeah, and a lot of them are procrastinating. Yeah, oh, and boy. again, they've got a week until the deadline. We've said so. I can't be mad, mad, uh, but it would be nice to have a more solid number. <laughs> but anyway, it would also be nice to have a solid understanding of housing and the car is first mm-hmm. so yeah I, th- I think houses are just little garages is that where we've gone to like doc doc hudson's basically and there are some opulent ones like the one lightning dreamed of but not really that many yeah uh i like the idea of ubi i like the idea of just everything is taken care of with regard to anything that is a need i like the whole yeah we could even easily just solve homelessness situation the idea of that being resolved uh 
I do think there's something to the idea that they just don't need it as much. Like, imagine you live in just like a nice temperate climate and you're just good. Like on a, a bad day, if there's like some bad weather, it gets really cold or something like that. Maybe you just go to an area where there's like something over top of you. Yeah. And I mean, that's seemingly what Mater does. You know, he lives in the Arizona desert. <laughs> so and he has his little his little open air lean to looking thing for if it ever does actually rain. But, you know, he's fine, which is very Mater in my head. It it makes a certain amount of sense. Yeah. So I All guess. Right. Claustrophobia is not a big issue in this world is also what I'm getting into. Yeah. So my son was sitting at the place we were just eating at and he tried to get up and then he hit his head on the top of the table. It wasn't hard or anything, but he realized there was something on top and he couldn't like get up straight and he started freaking out. And I realized, yeah, my son's probably claustrophobic. And uh, then we went afterwards to a park with like a little playground and there was this tiny little house that he loved to be in. And it was, huh, he likes something that's much smaller, but something that he can stand <sighs> up in. So it's like a halfway point of, I want to feel encapsulated. I don't want to feel restricted. Yeah. And I wonder if that's similar for the cars, because you drive in there, you can't really turn around. And that seems too much. But in Doc's, like, I'm talking about the Cozy Cone. Yeah. But you go to Doc's Garage, and you can turn around in that thing. Yeah, which... I, and, you know, Lightning seems perfectly at home in the back of Mac, too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think Pretty it's cozy. Just, I think they're just fine. They just don't mind, which, good for them. You know, that's probably also helping any sort of potential housing crisis, is they don't have to be very big. Yeah. Uh, especially given that the the actual population is you know car sized, mm. uh, so if they were as big proportionally, that'd be bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Boy, so howdy. clearly we've we've finished up talking about this pretty well. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I wanted to bring up something else. Uh, number one fan faith did, which was create Kachat Bingo. Mm-hmm. And you can play this play along at home. Yeah, we'll 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 uh, tweet this out. Even though X is now a hell site, uh, what is it still tweeting? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> we won't go through all of these, but I do did want to ask which of these did you feel most? Uh, let's call it called out by boy howdy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I basically wanted to bring that up because I I had to imagine that was it. Yeah, uh, I also felt very called out by Lucas doesn't like that because it did make me realize I say, no, I don't like that. <laughs> Maybe not as much as Boy Howdy, but pretty often. Yeah, uh, see, my brother, my brother and me borrowing. I feel like that's a bit more of a rare one, but it is definitely a significant thing when it happens. We're also uh, perfectly aware of it, though. Like, yeah. we, we make fun of ourselves for it. And I am easy to gross out if anything has anything to do with, like, body fluids. And we're talking about cars as if people, and it's hard not to mention body fluids, a significant amount. And there's a wiki quote of the day every episode, in theory. 
in theory, and I did, uh, I did open up the. Uh, you know what? Let's help him out. Let's help him get bingo, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Have we mentioned cars to... in the past five minutes? I'm sure there's been a five minute span in this very episode where we didn't. Depends on if you count me talking about my real life car as a car earlier, uh, I would have to imagine. Uh, Also, right at the beginning, we talked about the troubles of finding a house in the real world for a while. So probably that one got it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, we're doing a wiki quote. (laughs) It is... PixarCars.fandom.com slash wiki slash White House. Uh, you know, the White House is the official residence and workplace of the President of the United States. So, at least someone right. has a house. And we know that because it's called the White House, that the idea of a house is a commonplace thing. Yes, I was going to bring that up as well. I did also search the word mortgage, and for some reason... The article on tractors was the first uh, result. I did search it, and there is no mention of the word mortgage. I just thought that was kind of funny that it was the first one. Yeah. All right. That's a bit bizarre, but also very good. Squishy bit mentioned would be a pretty pretty easy one mm-hmm. to get most of the time. Now, wasabi uh, mentioned. That seems that one's pretty interesting specific. To me. Yeah, that one. That one's. Uh, I feel like we don't do quite as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's a now, thing. You can look at it on our Twitter. I'm shocked because I don't think this one has happened this episode, and that's Rory or Gigi cries and Bella barks. If it has to be and Bella barks, well, then yeah, or. it doesn't. Okay, I have heard a child earlier. <laughs> Was it crying? They were definitely shouting. I think Gigi was just being brought inside. Sure. So, I don't know. You know, that one we would have to go to the judges, which I guess would be number one fan faith. Mm -hmm. Let us know. Did we get bingo? Yeah. Yeah, All right. Thank you so much for listening. And specific thanks to number one fan faith for jumping back in and making all these things that we said that said this episode. You're the best. And there's a reason you're the number one fan. Uh, if you want to be like number one fan faith, well, don't text us unless you already have our phone number, but you can email us, which number one fan faith did send us a couple emails. We'll get into those next time. Now that I think about it, uh, you can also tweet at us, uh, for some amount of time. Uh, those are the chat at gmail.com and at the chat on Twitter or X or whatever the hell. Now John says his part of the outro and then goes to the bathroom. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, tell anyone and everyone you think might be the least bit interested in this kooky, quirky, strange little podcast. And until next time, remember to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a Beamer.